0: Welcome to Know Your Wrestling. Mark is your host, and I am the sidekick, aka Robin, and Mark is Batman. Cheers, Today, we are looking at a uh, classic WWF show, Battle at the Warrior Albert Hall.
1: Gorilla Monsoon, along with the Brain, Bobby the Brain, Heenan, welcoming His Lordship Alfred Hayes here to the broadcast booth,
2: right at home, Your Lordship, aren't you? Thank you, Gorilla, absolutely. <laughs> My environment here. What is that? What is it? Right now, let's go down to Mel Phillips
1: and uh, get things going with the Battle Royal.
3: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this contest is scheduled for one fall. This will be the 20-man over-the-top rope Battle Royal. This is what I've been waiting for. Before introducing the principles in this contest, the rules are quite simple. By whatever means necessary, a man must be thrown over the top rope, making contact with the floor on the outside. This is the process of elimination. This process continues until one man remains in the ring. This lone survivor is declared the winner of this royal match, and as a reward for his effort, is to be presented the Royal Samovar. Now the participants, introducing first from Denton, Texas, weighing 254 pounds, the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich.
1: Well, we're just about to get-
2: It's, it's a, a samovar. It's a Russian tea urn, Was but that, it's in solid silver. Has that been around ever since Queen Victoria's time? I believe it may have been about actually
4: before the birth of uh, Queen Victoria. Oh. Only in the World West Wrestling Federation could you get 20
3: and days next fighting next for a championship. And next, making fight. their
2: way to the ring area. <laughs> <LM?
4: laughs>
2: oh, I'm sorry about that. And and a, combined that combined weight, of course, is the brain, well, Bobby Heenan. 140 uh, pounds pro- the natural disasters. Himself, I believe, as, Earthquake. Uh, so down. We're done here
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of beef, you wondered where it is. There it is.
4: There's your winners, right? Quake
1: yeah. and Typhoon.
2: Gorilla,
4: easily. Odds on favorites in this yes, one. Yes,
2: I would say so, definitely. If size and strength Cuba, means anything, Tito Saladera. I would say that Earthquake is definitely a
1: favorite here. No
4: question. You the know, secret to a battle royal is not to dump the biggest guy out. It's not to dump the smallest guy out. When everybody eliminates somebody else, you just stand back, let them do your dirty work, and when no one's looking, boom, he's gone. Uh, Get rid of him.
2: Sucker punch somebody, right? Well, it has been successful in the past. I don't see why it should not be successful again. From Canada, weighing 243 pounds, the jail There he
1: is.
2: Sherlock. Well, I would imagine there'll be quite a few in this battle role gunning for that particular person. He hasn't you know, made any I friends. think a lot
1: of guys are going to be gunning for your lordship, gunning
2: for Ric Flair. Yes, him too, absolutely. But he, in my books, is probably odds on favourite to win this and whole next, event. The county combination of Shawn
4: Michaels, Lily Kimberley, the i totally against Ric Flair being in a battle role. You got 19 guys would love to take a cheap shot and say, I threw the real world champion out. To me, it's too dangerous, but it shows you the kind of competitor he is. Why isn't Hulk Hogan in this battle royal? Just because you're a player, pups, his know, advisor but but brain No, doesn't mean he uh, has to yeah, your advice. Yeah. And you tell me why Hulk Hogan is not here in because London, Because he's England. too smart. Because he's making movies, that big star. He's the real champion. Because he's yellow, he knows flares here. Well, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. No,
2: neither would I. You just, know, this guy just got clobbered by Davey Boy. Y- you know, quite seriously, Heenan does make a sort of a semi-final quite is this Paul oh, Hogan course. is not. That is one thing you lost view. You're
1: right. Perhaps, Your Lordship, if the Hulkster were here, Rick Flair would
4: not be. But who is here? I rest my case. Get one of those big robes and one of those big curly hairdos like the judges wear, and do what? Preside over things, rule oh. on stuff. Oh. Powerful contenders is
2: Hercules, yes. oh, Hercules is Power dusting for a little more glory. of Legion of Doom. I would keep my eye very
4: closely on that particular quarter of the ring. Now what's going to be interesting is let's say it's let's say the last two are Earthquake and Typhoon they're gonna have to go at it against each other teammates and they could easily turn upon each run other very oh, hey, interesting bobby if they got any
2: problem, they'll do Gym. it wouldn't everybody love to see this particular most charismatic wrestler win the whole caboodle here boy is he
4: From Allentown, Pennsylvania, and a combined weight of
3: 546 pounds, the Nasty Boys!
4: Kool-Aid!
2: Here are superb contenders for this particular trophy. I think both of these... ...are very likely winners.
1: Jimmy Hurt! How on earth are we gonna keep up? How are we gonna keep up with the action in this one? With all these bodies, these 40 arms and legs, your lordship just flying every which direction. Obviously, oh uh-oh, oh, 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 oh. oh What is it? I'm from Charlotte, a, Do you want us to Carolina. keep
4: quiet now? It's the real world the champion. It's the real world champion. World champion. So strong. But he does have a point.
2: He made that very transparent earlier Everybody on. Everybody here in Royal Albert Hall
4: is looking at that man right now. There he is. Get a good look, kids. That's what you want to grow up to be. Well, if he wanted, if he wanted, he'd probably want to have a bronze.
2: There's a little friction already in the ring. Just Blair walking in the ring is making people nervous. It is indeed. You're right, Bobby. There's a lot of anticipation. Oh, my wow.
4: God. Imagine there the world. Imagine if Hamill an and the to go at it against huh. each other. And
1: it's gonna be mayhem when that bell finally rings
2: to kick this thing off. Gorilla, it's a wonder to me that particular ring is bearing all these people. Was it specially reinforced? Yeah, we had to, we talked about that earlier on your launch. Know, there was a yes. special reinforcement done.
4: Favorite to be the first to the fourth thrown out because he just had a match with the barbarian he's the of what he knows and a grueling match and a grueling match yeah. he really did and we quote uh, you on that
2: Can we mark that down mark that down and have it laminated in your wallet and pal. you know the other thing Bobby he's had the least time to recuperate from that very very grueling match oh. being accompanied by all a sudden and very quiet oh. and very cold the- Undertaker! A man with a black heart. The ominous one. A hush falls over. Oh. the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, this I'm man is ad- so awesome. I don't honestly think he cares whether he wins or not. Just a question of how many people oh. he can take down. How many carcasses he can yeah. create. Absolutely, just
4: look at those Does eyes. Does the word
2: embalm
4: mean anything to oh. you? How many oh.
1: body bags will be needed? Nineteen.
2: You're right, Bobby. Everything has gone deathly quiet in here with his arrival. Even the ring combatants have sort of slowed down. You know, one is an
4: eerie place anyway with all this rain and stuff. And the final part of up. the game world, Tom Pascal,
2: representative, a man who has brought a lot of hope and courage to the Scots, a superb performer in the ring, a lot
4: of heart, but a lot of skill and finesse. You're right, Alfred, it takes a lot of ability to get in a battle royal with a mini skirt on. Where'd you stop?
2: do a steely look in Piper's eye.
0: Looking right at the world champion. And we're saying, come on. Um, Mark's watched it. I've not. So for the listening experience, it may be as good as Rocky 2, but won't be as good as Rocky 3. But we're going to run with this. So uh, Mark, over to you, sir. No
5: worries, kind sir. Basically, Battle of the Royal Albert Hall happened back in 91, back when the World Wrestling Federation was starting to kind of dip in its popularity but in the UK was still mega popular. Um, you, it's definitely very much of its time. Uh, mm. You can tell it's very much of its time, like with the effects and everything. But also it's one of those cool shows that being in the Royal Albert Hall, it has a very unique feel of it, obviously being there and being in the UK and the crowd are like great and they cheer. Also there's uh, air horns. I was like, you can't I miss know. the air horns. You lo- I, I, love, I love the air horns.
0: Yeah, that's the UK thing. Was Jimmy yeah.
5: Jones at this show? Nah man, nah, he would have been a footballer at the time. I think he played for Chelsea at this precise time actually. I can't remember now. Things didn't get emotional. Yep, yeah, and it was at the and was at the time where it was after SummerSlam, but before Survivor series, and you had the thing of Ric Flair coming out as the real world champion. Which actually oh, okay. talking of Ric Flair's match, is actually really interesting. I really want to get your reaction to it, but okay. we'll talk about it. So yeah. basically, yeah, it was from back, um the Royal Albert Hall. Lord Alfred Hayes does a voice out like over to like announce being like this is the Royal Albert Hall in partnership with I think the Daily Star or something at the time Page 3 of the Sun
0: represent here and now World Wrestling <laughs> Federation presents Royal Albert Hall supported by 0800 Collect and Page 3 Jordan <laughs> Tits
5: <laughs> and you also have as well Sky Movies too because Sky Movies used to present all the old wrestling things I think Sky Movies also used to do the classic WrestleManias as well, like WrestleMania 7 and stuff, before they went to Sky Sports. So that what was big really films funny. Out, what big films are out in 91 then? Uh, you would have had Terminator 2, that's one.
0: Yeah. Um, let me have a look. So, could the Royal Albert Hall show be supported also by 0800 Collect, Jordan's Tits, and Terminator 2? Uh,
5: Point Break as well. Point Hurt. Break. Yeah. Cape Fear. Signs of the Lambs, Adam's Family, Beauty and the Beast.
0: Okay. Uh, This show was officially supported by Beauty and the Beast. Yes. (laughs) Right, for listeners, that's a fact. It's a 99% fact.
5: Did you actually know that uh, Talking of Beauty and the Beast, it was the first ever animated film to be nominated for Best Picture Oscar? Oh, really? Yeah. And And then because of that, they then had to bring in the animated Oscars because so many other animated films were being nominated for best picture so therefore we'll just give it then its own category
0: didn't know that okay well albert hall show ladies and gentlemen was supported by 0800 collect <laughs> as everything in the world wrestling federation is yes Jordan's tips from page three and showing in the cinema near you beauty and the beast Walt Disney classic yeah definitely
5: man what well, uh going uh, changing topic completely What what would you say are your favorite Disney films Oh, or your top three.
0: Top three would be Aladdin. It would be um, The Lion King. And my third one would be Dumbo.
5: Oh, really? Mine are exactly the same as yours, but change Dumbo for Hercules.
3: Hercules! Get yeah. emotional! <laughs> Hercules! Hercules!
5: Yeah. Oh, is uh, hey, oh, such a great character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going back to the show... Uh, then you had the great shot of the iconic Royal Albert Hall with um, Greta Monsoon and Bobby Heenan talking about the show and then they're also talking about the over-the-top Battle Royal because at the end is the 20-man over-the-top Battle Royal for the Royal Samovar Trophy. Brilliant. That can go right next to Paul's greatest Royal Rumble Trophy. Yes. And there's also one of those figures I have no idea who this person is. It's just something that they invented for the show, I think, at, at the time. All right yeah
0: okay. it sounds uh emotional yes and then this, you had uh, the... bobby heenan and gorilla monsoon were they up in the stands but like the muppets with them two old people that like ha, 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 uh
5: <laughs> yes yes with, with the, with the shot of the crowd they were like
0: yeah and
5: you can see the crowd. yeah it's so funny
0: so it, it was a bit like watching the muppet show there but the two old boys at the top that took the piss out of everything
5: yeah oh, oh, the, oh the commentary was so good for the show as well man so many references like british stuff and it's and it's hilarious and
0: but they're just right.
5: great together anyway those two
0: yeah brilliant yeah. I'll, i will i will check out this but uh, yeah i mean this is uh, yeah I'll, yeah this is a, this is a new experience for everyone but yeah okay i've just got the thing is what you've seen of the show and i've got in my head i probably complete different things but it it's great that's all i'm gonna say it's great. definitely man and the first match that we
5: had was the nasty boys versus the rockers bloody hell the rockers yeah this is yeah. right before um Shawn michaels turned hill so this was end of 91
0: oh, okay okay so Shawn michaels is kind of uh on the uh, up and up martin Ginetti hasn't hasn't admitted murdering anyone just yet and uh, the nasty boys are still in wwf yeah
5: Okay. Uh, what? Basically, there's a big ovation for the um, Rockers. Marty Janetti puts the Martin Nasty Boys coat on to taunt them as, as faces do. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a lot of double clotheslines, a lot of tag team action. Um, there's an amazing Bret's rope um, bulldog. Uh huh. Um, I'll write it down. I can't remember who it is now. Oh, Marty Ginetti with on knobs. Uh, my my today my with a Brett's right bulldog, uh, to Brian Knobbs. Right on his knobs. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, I mean I mean out of five, what would you give the match? Probably a
5: three or a probably a maybe a two and a half to a three.
0: Okay. It was uh, the rockers
5: yeah. made the Nasty Boys really good, but Sag's is definitely the best out of uh the the two of them and the nasty boys won with a megaphone hit to um on on Genetti, so for the one two and the three
0: wait okay so a good opening match
5: yep and then he had Ric Flair doing a big promo and and stuff and the craziest thing about this he wore and showed or shown the big gold belt this really was, this was before they had they stopped him wearing the, wearing big gold
0: why did they stop him?
5: Uh, basically it was an NWA thing and, le- and l- legality even though he owned the championship because they had to pay money to for him to, relinqu- to relinquish it because he had to put some donate, like uh, a thing on it so basically at the time if you're the NWA champion you had to put money down on it so if you lost it you then owe the NWA but then because the NWA didn't want to pay him or w- so the W didn't want to pay him he was like fuck you then and took the championship with him Fair enough. That, that's why that's why for a couple of years WCW had the weird world or universal or weather championship they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ric Flair and the big gold, and that's when they're able to sort it out, and then when Ric Flair went back, oh Ric Flair's back, big gold's back.
0: Perfect. So was Mean Gene the one doing the interviews on Ric Flair? Uh, yes. Yeah. Did Ric Flair say? Mean Whoa by god
5: g i think so but i can't remember this point because i watched this point civil about several um, weeks ago right okay I, I only actually finished watching the last two matches a couple days ago okay I'm so busy doing work and other other stuff to be
0: honest <laughs> you've done better than me then yeah okay, so he, he does he kills the promo which i love Ric flair no yes. one does a promo like him and then he has a match against tito
5: santana as well because oh, uh <laughs> before the match happens They have, like, you know, on classic WF superstar shows and stuff, they have, like, Mean Gene uh, either backstage talking to wrestlers or they have, like, this weird podium thing around where the entranceway is. And I think this is what Ric Flair did at the time. Okay. For his promo. And then, yes, Tito Santana came out. Um, Great submissions from Flair. Great selling by Flair. Some great in-ring action as well. Um, Lot more good stuff with uh, moves from Brett's Rope as it were
0: good old Brett's Rope
5: yep um a lot of Flair arguing with fans because obviously at the time Ric Flair was a heel and the fans were booing him and stuff did I tell you the story that I went to see wrestling when I was a kid and I was saying to the fans stop booing Ric Flair he's a very nice man <laughs> yeah you said that yeah? yeah okay that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. Um, basically, is a figure four leg lock by Ric Flair where he uses Brett's rope as um to an advantage. Also at the time as well, Roddy Piper had a big feud Ric Flair as well.
0: Okay.
5: Um, Santana with a slam to Flair from the top rope. and uh, Santana with a clothesline. Santana with a flying forearm, but Flair kicks out via a, a bot- the bottom rope, and then uh Ric Flair wins with a schoolboy. And pull the tights
0: for the one, two, and the three. Typical heel. Yes. Nice. nice. Styling and profiling, none of the way Ric Flair can do. Definitely, man.
5: This one, this one will probably be another two and a half, three-star match. Okay. I mean,
0: I, I'm I'm, looking
5: at it for what it was at this time rather than looking at it now. Because if, yeah. if you look at it now, it probably would be the same first match, but maybe like a one or two-star, because the wrestling's evolved so much and it's become so different and stuff as well.
0: I mean how did they announce rick flair they called him the world heavyweight champion also. uh
5: they called him the real world's champion
0: okay because that's
5: what he wanted to be known as and stuff so yeah
0: yeah i mean that's quite cool isn't it that they still allowed the gold belt on wf tv you know yeah but uh, did vince ever make out that it was the world the real world championship or did he always play it off to be the yeah. Uh, it exactly. was
5: more rick Flair and Bobby Heenan were saying it was a world, it's the real world championship and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean for a fan that didn't watch NWA, I mean that's a big thing, isn't it? Like they think, yeah, what the hell is the championship? And then you would find the. I mean it's easier nowadays because we've got the internet and every everyone's a smart and everyone can Google things. But if you was ever only just brought up in sort of like the New York East part of London, uh, London of America, and all you ever watched was WWF, and then you've got mm-hmm. the people down south that was only watching NWA, you know, like, if you was in New York, you couldn't watch the NWA because your TV provider wouldn't pick it up. So, yeah. unless you read, like, dirt sheets or like the, or the magazines, you had no idea what this World Heavyweight Championship was. Nope. I mean, I love that. I mean that's one
5: of the great things about the territory days because you would have a wrestler who might be so over in one territory and then be used in such a bad way that if he goes back to that original territory, it doesn't matter because he'll still be cheered.
0: Yeah, and you know what? There was always that kind of like, have you heard of this guy? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, this guy called Ric Flair. I've heard the name. Why? Apparently he's coming to the WWF. You think I've only like seen pictures of him? And do you know what I mean? It was like you you got excited, but now it's like, oh, have you ever heard of this guy called Ricochet? Tap, tap, tap. Oh, there's PWG. Oh, okay, I'll get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was always that, it's gonna be Kane. And you thought, who the hell is this? You had no idea. You know? And yeah. that's what I miss about territories. And
5: and also, as well, a wrestler can go to an, to another territory and play a different character completely as well. Yeah. Like, Barry Darso was a was a tag team partner of Nikolai Volkno something I can't remember his name he played a Russian but then he went to WF and then became Smash and then was also a repo man yeah as well so yeah Yeah. and then next we had was the big boss man promo he was backstage of Mean Gene and then Earthquake had a promo where he was on the podium again
0: okay now the big boss man back in Mm -hmm. the night so, so, so over. I remember watching uh, the last match that Nick uh, asked us to do a review on. Uh, mm-hmm. And when the big boss man came out, it took me by surprise how over he was. Yeah, um, man,
5: it was really over.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, was he over in this show? Yeah, massively over, man. Yeah,
5: really, really over. And also, as well, he was one of those cool characters that um, when he turned, he was naturally loved. Mm hmm. Because that's one of the cool things about them nowadays. To turn anyone face, just use the, the minute on a man. And it's like he refuses to join him. As like, you're a face now, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, gone into the days of like heels and baby faces and, you know. But have you noticed, um, mm-hmm. apparently Smackdown this week was TV 14. Yeah. They and they want uh, to... Oh. Uh,
5: potentially, yeah, that's what they're talking about.
0: Oh, okay. That's quite interesting, isn't it?
5: Yeah. Uh, i guess vince just wants to try uh, whatever he can really i mean
0: i've started listening back to the Attitude era podcast um on my journeys around driving about you know to the shops or whatever mm. um, they've just got their contract now with spotify so well done actually era wrestling it's taken long enough even though they was like the uk's number one sporting um podcast for ages when they first started running they've only just gotten spotify so if you go on Go on your Spotify and search them up. You'll find them. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, like, WWF. Like, I'm at that point now in 2001 where you had the XFL and, like, WrestleMania 17 and wrestling was on such a high boom at that point. You know? Um, Definitely, man. 14, so maybe they're going well, back. To what
5: that. we need to do is, um, in 2001, we uh, I mean, 2021, sorry, we have, we have to do a review on... Um, Royal Rumble, No Way Out, and WrestleMania Seventeen, just to as it's twenty years on, like a like special that. twenty years on thing. Yeah. And uh, talking podcast, OSW Review have recently released um, their s- review of Survivor Series '94 because they're that? they're going back through the new generation now. So oh, they've I... they've gone through the Lex Express and they're now going up to WrestleMania Eleven.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice.
5: Nice. I love a few to months get... ago, they re- uh, reviewed. SummerSlam 94 Taker versus Taker and stuff and it's just like yeah, yeah. such good stuff man
0: mm-hmm. I mean to be fair they're both big influences on our podcast I mean you know like I love actually Hero a podcast I'm a big mark for them OSW you love them old school wrestlers I love them all you know I listen to a lot of podcasts and I mean, it depends what mood I'm in like I like to think our po- our podcast is like perfect for the casual fan yeah. mm-hmm. bit of a mark watches a little bit of everything Um, but we do kind of like do reviews and requests which we love and you know there's days where I want to keep up with the content but I can't be bothered and that's when I've listened to someone like Talk With Jericho or if Steve Austin's actually doing a show rather than repeat I might listen to him Um, Mm. but I like to think of our podcast as a community and we're just wrestling and games and geeky stuff pop culture yeah yeah osw man check them out and AE podcast check them out and also yeah definitely
5: man because um a a A podcast actually started because of osw review as well exactly osw did a uh q and a several years ago and someone mentioned i was like yeah that like they're good friends the guy said we started because of you and they were like really flattered so yeah
0: yeah and i mean matthew's done stuff with uh, AE podcast
5: um he's also done stuff with osw review as I well agree. like he reviews a lot of the modern um pay-per-views there was this on uh joke going around at o- ooc and matthew didn't like each other but then they like when they finally met they were like yeah like, you know obviously taking the piss out of each other and just being mates as what you do
0: yeah, but yeah. Work trail, brother
5: yeah definitely man yeah. O- ooc has an amazing voice man yeah yeah if we we, we listen to it listen to his voice and you get just like ah, oh, i love it yeah so does Jane, so does v1 they all they all do so yeah and then that's that's what my what bar shirt's from is that so mm, yeah, yeah. Have, have you got any um, a a podcast shirts at all boss like yeah. like, like a glar gay one or one of their like other ones
0: i like the glar gay i mean i will buy it Glarge! but um again you need to listen to the podcast because one of the guys i forgot which guy it is does a, a, a grunt of the week um, and when Je- uh, Jeff Jarrett was there, every time he put the sleeve rolls on, he would shout. It sounded like Blah, gay and it, yeah. it, it it has you in absolute stitches.
5: Oh yeah, if you if you if you would have made absolute stitches when they review Lex Luger matches, they do uh, <laughs> what he does, and they were like Le- um, Lexi giving a punch, ah, Le- uh, Lexi taking a man, oh, and they just do. Oh, uh, I-, I don't do his justice, but they uh, they'd like recite and. Yeah. Like as you said, with the grunts, they do it for Lex Luger matches, and it's when you when you watch you, these matches now, I'm like, I know so much more now. When you don't, when yeah. you're a kid, we don't when you older, when you realise, like, oh my god, this man grunts and makes noises to even a small punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So funny.
0: Yeah. The thing is, I've always been quite a Lex Luger fan. Um, I loved uh, him as well actually. Practice. I loved him.
5: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I loved him with WCW because I felt like that was more of his style of wrestling. I think the WWF was too cartoony for him. I think as a nitty-gritty Wolfpack member, he didn't get lost in the pack, but he looked good as a Wolfpack yeah. guy. Um, so I look at MWA Wolfpack. Oh, man, we really do go off stream, don't we? I look at the Wolfpack <laughs> as, like, the elite. So it's a bit like Bullet Club, and then you had Wolfpack. Like, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? So you had the Bullet Club elite, and then you had Bullet Club. And I just kind of see like NWO Hollywood, and then you had NWO Wolfpack, and the NWO Wolfpack was kind of like the little, the, the, I don't know, like the not the better guys by far, but just kind of like that separate team that done their own thing. And I think I think Lex Luger was a good advocate for that. Yeah, but in my opinion, I mean, I I I thought his in ring work was actually quite good. I mean, I watched um, him versus um, I was on YouTube, so I was actually creating NWO black, you know, Wolfpack Lex Luger for my 2K game. Um, I was just like giving him the shirt, and I was looking at his attire on videos on YouTube, um, and I ended up watching the whole match. It was him versus Rey Mysterio, and he puts Rey Mysterio in the torture rack, and he won't let him out, and Conan comes down, and then that's when they kick down out of the Wolfpack or the NWO Elite at the time. Um, mm. Yeah, and I actually enjoyed his work. Uh, I didn't think Lex Luger was a bad worker at all. I thought he was quite good. In my opinion, I liked him. I thought he looked good as a wrestler.
5: Yeah, man, he was
0: massively big, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he was one of the
5: people for the WBF as well. With Gary Stryver. Look at
0: the delts. Look at the delts. Look at
5: that meat.
0: Look at the beef. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sponsored by (sighs) IcoPro. Tasted like shit since
5: 1975. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, you go back to the match. There was a big ovation for the boss when he came out, and Earthquake refused to get into the ring, and he would then shout at Bossman, as he will do. But then he was... Yeah, because Bossman was still using the nightstick, like, flicking it around and stuff. And then Earthquake was like, I'm not going to get it, you know. I'm not getting it with you or that weapon. Last
0: yeah. time I got in that ring with you, boss, man, you stuck that thing so far up my ass. That's <laughs> why he didn't get in the ring. He was scared. Yeah, I know. was going to give him a bum buster with that.
5: Yeah, and then when he threw it on the ground, he then taunted him with like the just bring it thing and then Earthquake finally got in the ring. Oh, okay. Yeah. He threw it uh, jelly. Yeah, and you obviously have Jimmy Hart, like in the first match, outside the ring, taunting boss man and stuff.
0: Man, that guy got some TV time, didn't he, Jimmy Hart? He
5: did, man. Yeah, same with Bobby Heenan as well. When he was uh, being a manager before, he then became an announcer. He was like literally every single match. I think if you watch WrestleMania Five, pretty much nearly every single match, you either had Bobby Heenan or Jimmy Hart on the card.
0: Yeah. Yeah, gone to the day the managers.
5: Yep. Oh, this this is a great moment. So you have Earthquake overpowering the big boss man. You know, we're not that tug of war thing where like elbow tie-up kind of thing and you see him giving the gun show yeah
0: yeah yeah, what, yeah, earthquake, which, earthquake yeah which
5: is, is perfect because it's earthquake and he isn't a guy which i love because it's, a, it's a proper heel here it's like yeah look at the guns it's yeah
0: ridiculous. i love it and it's a bit like vader like when he used to give it the old double bicep right and is it looked like play-doh Because yes. there's no definition it's like look at my arm and it looked like a, a kebab
5: yes before they cut it yeah yeah um you've also got a really cool move with uh boss man with a double axe handle from the bottom rope and then again from brett's rope so he does different yeah. uh stuff earthquake reverses boss man's irish whip and hits him with a splash like you know just sting a splash yeah. uh, bo- uh boss man with an enziguri which is crazy
0: size of Pack. yeah
5: yeah but then again at at this time he was quite nimble because even when he was in Crockett Promotions as Jim Cornette's bodyguard before he went to the World Wrestling Federation he was quite a nimble big man at the time as well yeah Leon was a good wrestler yeah yeah definitely man um and then he grabbed then Bossman grabs Jimmy Hart and then Earthquake goes to splash uh, Bossman but he moves and then um Earthquake then splashes into Jimmy Hart which is like a great yeah. face action sort of thing out smiling on the hill as it were yeah um Bossman then hits earthquake with multiple clotheslines then he goes into the ropes yeah. and then Mounty goes to the ringside because this is the time when they were still feuding even though Bossman beat him which then Mounty was in jail for that night at, from yeah. S- SummerSlam 91 mm-hmm. um and then bossman goes to run across the ropes but then mountie chips him up from the outside Mm-hmm. And then Erfurt gets free from the ropes, and yeah. then with an elbow drop, he wins. And then after um, Bossman gets up, he then chases after the Mountie.
0: Okay, so very classic 80s um, stuff. The thing is, though, what you've explained to me there, it sounds like they use psychology and tell the story. So that sounds yeah, pretty it, good. Yeah, solid match. What would you give it? Uh, three stars. I mean, I got, I kind of,
5: um, rather than mentioning every single note I've taken, I've literally kind of like taken the, the main bits I feel might, might be the most interesting. So as yeah. you can tell, for this show alone, I've done about seven pages. Yeah. And then after the match, you had a shot of the Royal uh, Samovar trophy. Yeah. And then and you have Gene Oaken putting over the Royal, the Battle Royale for later on in the show. Because after these matches, then you have the big Battle Royale. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then you have Kerry Von Eric come out and give a promo.
0: Kevin Von Erich? Yeah. The Kevin. Not not Kerry. It was Kevin. Oh, Kerry. Kerry oh, Von Erich. Sorry. Yeah, Kerry, Kerry yeah. I Yeah. Yes. And okay. then, then cool. Mount. What's that, sorry? That's cool. I like, um, I like the Von and Obviously, at the time, they were massive, massive, massive wrestlers in the NWA. Um, If you watch um Wrestling With Shadows, I think it's called, is it? No, Dark Side of the Ring. Um, There's a really interesting episode about the Von So... If you want to do a bit of wrestling, learn about the Von Eriks, which I would definitely do. They're one of the biggest names in um, pro wrestling is the wrestling family. Very, very tragic. Very um, yeah, massively. It was known as the Texas Tornado in the World Wrestling Federation. Why they didn't call him Kevin Von Erich, uh, Kerry Von Eric, I don't know. He was so over with his dad and family, but to all the fans out there and the listeners, uh, Dark Sides of the Ring, I think it's one of the uh, season one episodes, the Von Erics
5: yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. I think things the second episode they did, actually. Right, a bit, or yeah. The third. It was, yeah. Yeah. Because I know the first one was the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth one, but then I think it was either second or third episode. But, yeah, all the stuff. Like, dinner brother episodes, well, that was really sad. That was really, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, though.
5: But, um, yeah, sorry, sorry. As you right. were, right. Yeah. And then the Mountie had a promo as well when he came out, too. Because then he had, the next match was between the Mountie versus Kevin Eric. And how did that go uh great reaction for kerry there was massive air horns playing throughout the match um the mountie taunts and he gets booed obviously being the hill that's one of the great things i love as well about the this day of wrestling is the taunting and getting the crowd rolled up and booing you and stuff um mountie looks to leave the uh, arena as hills do like the you know but yeah. then mountie comes back in, into the ring then Mounty goes back out of the ring, and then Mountie comes back in. And then he um, gets ambushed by Kayvon Eric when he's going in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mounty then puts uh, Kerry into a sleeper. Uh, Kerry tries to uh, power out on the move, but he gets stopped by the Mountie. Um, and then Kerry with a sleeper of his own, uh, where Mountie gets to the ropes. Um... Kerry ran elbow first into the post. You know when the Mountie dodged it and stuff. Yeah. Um, Turns you are opening for the heel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then Kerry's punch to the outside where the Mountie slams Kerry into the steel steps. Mm-hmm. And then Kerry then uh, the Texas tornado um, slams them the Mountie into into the steps. Okay. Then the Mounty goes for the hand where uh, with Kerry saying the hand because obviously he's. Being attacked with the hand throughout the match. yeah. Then you have Kerry over Co's line, Mounty with the leverage from the top rope for the one, two, and the three. Okay, so again, another, sounds like that was working a body part, solid
0: match. Uh, storytelling. And, yes,
5: and then because the referee realised what happened, he reverses the, the decision and then the Mounty leaves and then out won the match and poses in the ring. Perfect. So proper, proper stuff. And then next we had. We Review for that? Emily many stars? Maybe a two-two from what I remember. Maybe a two. Okay. Uh, next we had is a bit a bit of the funeral parlor with Undertaker and Paul
0: Bearer. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that before on uh, on YouTube. Yeah.
5: And then one and then one of the coolest moments is because uh, you're gonna have a match between Undertaker versus Jim Duggan. The Undertaker's theme is played by an organist who looks like. Um, Fan of the opera and he's like playing his actual theme tune through the organ, at, and right. it's so cool.
0: Okay, I'll check that out, man. That sounds actually like got quite a okay pay per view for what it was at the time.
5: Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got. Um, it's really cool. Like, even though Undertaker's uh, entrances weren't as elaborate as as they are nowadays, it's cool. Right. To, that they were adding more to the entrance, even here in '91.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah. Um, basically then Duggan comes out And then they have the beginning of the match Both of them training rights Duggan clotheslines Undertaker out of the ring Then Undertaker tries to get back into the ring But is stopped by Duggan um, Undertaker chokes Duggan uh, And then uses the old school afterwards Oh yeah Which yeah. Is, the top. This is called school Yes <laughs> um, Undertaker with another choke Then you have yeah. Duggan with an automatic drop Atomic yeah. drop sorry and then, um, but Undertaker, doesn't, it doesn't affect him because at the time, Undertaker didn't let any move affect him. Right. Um, Undertaker with um, a running clothesline after he pearl harbours Duggan because Duggan was trying to go after Paul Bearer because, you know, Paul Bearer is taunting when Undertaker was still with Hill. Yeah, and yeah. then um, Duggan hit Undertaker with a two by four and that's, and that's DQ'd. And then Duggan hits Undertaker again with a two by four to get him out of the ring. So at the time, Duggan doing what he always does doesn't put anyone over, doesn't lose, gets DQ'd. So, yeah, because
0: Duggan. apparently
5: Duggan's a fr- uh yeah.
0: Got some interesting facts about The Undertaker. What's that? Debut November 22nd, 1990, it's Survivor Series. WrestleMania records 25 and 2. World champion, WWE champion, four times. World champion, three times. One time Royal Rumble winner, six times tag team champion, one time WCW champion. Which I don't know if, if that still as world champion, and he's oh, a that's tag team champion. Yeah. So yeah, it just came up as we were talking about Undertaker. But uh, this is the official WWE record, you know, and they're saying world champion three times, WCW champion one time. Obviously, um, I'm assuming this is in the Invasion era. But surely yeah. the world championship is the WCW championship.
5: Yeah. No, what I think was a typo. What they mean is tag team champion.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. they did. Because so I remember they went up against um, Sean O'Hare and um, Chuck Palumbo. Chuck, uh, Chuck Palumbo, didn't they? In a that's case.
5: Mad. It's, only se- it's only seven times. I, I, I swear it was more than that. What's that? Uh, he was world champion.
0: It says WWE champion four times, world champion three times. So four for WWE, three for world. And yeah, that's what it's saying. That's crazy, man. It feels like.
5: It, it feels like he we had more because he had 91, 97, 2002, and then, yeah,
0: 2007,
5: 2008, and 2009. Yeah, mm. bloody hell. Oh, did you see Pete? He was at the Thunder Zone. Who, who was he? Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> and then you had Roddy Piper with, with a promo and then you had Typhoon with, with a promo then you had a Power and Glory promo then you had a LOD promo then you had um, Bobby Heenan and Greta Monsoon talking about everything but my god were these shouty promos.
0: Do you know what? I wish that Roddy Piper had a super strong Scottish accent and when he got on the microphone I wish he sounded like Willie off The Simpsons. Yes. Oh my god that would have been great. <laughs> 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 and you could, i wish you couldn't actually understand it I'm, I'm, i know it's very sorry, is it racist or just being stereotypical but i just think it would have been a, amazingly funny at the time they could they would have done it especially in the attitude era But imagine if like you know they gave him such a they've you know, been the man saying okay you're from scotland i don't want to understand anything you say. And what well, he's like really and they're like yeah and just yeah. give it pure and utter willy off the so, oh Scrooge mcduck sound like him as well yeah cause he was scottish yeah 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 because
5: yeah, the cool that, thing yeah. about the power and glory and the lod promos they were building up the match tonight uh between the two tag teams for the wwf tag team championship mm. and do you know who power and glory were No. they were hercules and paul roma oh really yeah and they had they had an amazing finisher as well One of the best They would do a top rope superplex into a splash Yeah, that's cool Because um, they had a match at some, some, um 90 against the Rockers And they uh, won with that move
0: Yeah, and I think the Filthy Animals used to have that Conan and um, Rey Mysterio in WCW I think mm-hmm. a variation of that Yeah, I yep. like that
5: Yep, and then with the match LOD came out to a massive ovation as they, as they hey. did at the time always did in the uk yeah yeah uh there's a test of strength between hercules and uh roma but then roma ambushes hawk um hawk with a drop kick which is crazy seeing him with do anything like that and then you have hawk chases after roma and gets ambushed by hercules animal and hawk get tagged um and then um animal gets tagged in from hawk and then they run into each other several times, like trying to throw the other wrestlers into each other, like you know, as they do in tag team spots. Mm-hmm. Um, animal with a clothesline on Hercules. Mm-hmm. And then you have, then Hot gets tagged in. He reverses a head shove to the top turnbuckle. Goes to give 10 head shoves to um, then Hercules. Oh, Her- it's so gimmicky. Yeah, then you have Hercules, then tags in Roma. Uh, later on in my notes, I then I then put because you then have another match between two wrestlers who both begin with the same bloody letter. But then put the end. I should have done it for this match because I'm like, uh, who did this? I should remember it all.
0: Um, See, we do then, run the professional web podcast here, please. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and
5: then you have Power and Glory, then Double Team Hawk, and then Hawk, uh, then. Um, gets given, uh, sells a massive power Driver, and then you have Hawk with a Press Slam um, and then you have Hawk with a Clothesline and then um, but you have Hawk when he hits the Clothesline uh, Roma moves out the way and then when you have Hawk land outside um, then you have Hawk with the hot tag to Animal, then you have Animal hit a Shoulder Block into a drop kick and then into a power bomb and then you have Roma hitting this try to hit um, Animal with a high cross body but then you have Animal reverse it into a power slam for the 1, 2 and the 3.
0: Yeah, it makes you laugh, doesn't it? Like a power slam or like in the um, earthquake match like just a simple spot like that would be enough.
5: Yeah. Because yeah. this is what Animal used to do quite often because they, if they weren't able to do a doomsday device they would then have Animal catch his opponent doing like that into a power yeah. slam. Yeah, I like that though. You're definitely, oh. man. And then you had uh, the bulldog promo.
0: Okay, but that went down quite well.
5: Yeah, it was uh, backstage with Mean Gene talking about the battle royal later on, the Royal Samovar Trophy. Yeah. Um, and then you had Royal um, Lord Alfred Hayes announces uh-huh. the next match. Uh huh. So you had the Barbarian versus the British Bulldog.
0: Obviously, you know what's going to happen here. There's gonna yes. be a massive beatdown by the barbarian, and then Bulldog comes back with probably three moves of demon wins.
5: Ah uh, pretty much, pretty much that. yeah so, yeah.
0: yeah strong three. finish, yeah,
5: yeah, definitely. And the cool thing is the bulldog hits the the running power slam, which was his finishing move.
0: yeah two big that was, mm, what was that sorry? Obviously, the bulldog would have been so over at this point. This is oh, yeah, season. he was
5: massively over.
0: Yeah, the bulldog was huge. Um, any mention of Dynamite Kid or no? Just bulldog because when he came
5: back in 1990, he was just known as Davey Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, and they mentioned a the tour of Dynamite Kid because no. he left the WWF on very bad terms.
0: Oh no, it's a shame, and he uh, he influenced so many good wrestlers as well. No, he
5: did, man. He influenced so many different people, but he was a massive dickhead, and no one liked him. So yeah. I mean, and one of the reasons why they left in the end is because of this big feud with the Rujo brothers, but then um, Bulldog was like, I'm not a part of that, and then came back. Yeah. I think they went to New Japan and for a while as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. I remember seeing them work in Japan. That suited their uh, his style as well anyway, didn't it? Like Yeah, it did, yeah. He, he worked so well over there. So did Hulk Hogan. He worked fantastic over in Japan. Yeah, but uh, one of the
5: things that Hulk Hogan was clever about, he knew what to do and what not to do for that Pacific place. In Japan, he knew I had to put on a show, I had to do these different moves. In America, he knew that all he needed was a few moves of Doom, his amazing charisma and selling and his personality, and he knew that he would get over that way as well. Save, yeah. save as well his career as well. I know, technically due to the leg drop, he had to have this, this and this, but you know, made him wrestle for a lot more longer. I mean, look, I mean, look at look at Taker. He was someone at yeah. this time very slow, very m- methodical. Even though, even though he knew he could do his different stuff, but he was able to still put on, and do, and execute these amazing big moves. But look how long he wrestled for.
0: Look how many times you hear Undertaker or Austin or Rock or Triple H say less is more. Yeah.
5: You know, it much, sense. man. Yeah. And the good thing about this match as well, this was very much uh, less was more. But they made Davey Boy into such a popular babyface and such a great babyface. He was able to sell everything. He was able to overpower the Barbarian at certain points, but then he was also able to sell to the Barbarian. There was a cool moment where he had the Barbarian giving the Bulldog like a slam, but rather than slamming him into the ground, because they were outside, he was slamming him into the ring post. Yeah. Um, And he had the 10 punches of doom as well by the Bulldog to the Barbarian as well. mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Bulldog one
0: Fair play, fair play. So what was that, semi-main? Yeah, pretty much. Okay.
5: And well, then, yeah, I'll probably get that match
0: of three stars from the okay. show. And
5: then you had a Nasty Boys promo afterwards, them shouty as they always oh, do. Crap promos. Yeah, and then no. you ha- yeah, man. And then you had the match for the Royal Samovar Trophy, the Battle Royale, which um, had all the wrestlers who wrestled uh, before as well as Typhoon and Rudy
0: Piper. They were the only two extras? Yeah, they were only two extras. Okay, so everyone so everyone tonight is doing a double shift? Pretty much, yes.
5: Okay. And they, would, and they all came out on stuff, and went so into the ring.
0: What you've told me then, so you're missing Hogan? Yep. Hogan's not there. Savage ain't there. Nope. Uh, um, who else was big? Yoko weren't there.
5: No, this was before Yoko. Before but Yoko. also, as well, this I would have been uh, like a, this would have been the B team, if you know what I mean. Right. It, it, even though, because at, at the time in the WWF they used to have like two different sets of teams. But I think also Hogan at this time was doing a film, so he couldn't fly over. But then he was back for Survivor Series and stuff. I think this was at the time he might have been filming either Suburban Commando or getting ready to film Mr. Nanny. God, sake. Yeah. But, but um, but I mean, from all these different people, you had I know I know you didn't have the mega stars, but you had some pretty, pretty big people in it, though. I but then you yeah. with with the bulldog being there, they knew they didn't really need anyone else because you had the guy, didn't you? Yeah, you he's the UK gone.
0: guy down here, right? Yeah, yeah.
5: I mean, SummerSlam '92 was built when they put it into Wembley around the bulldog,
0: so yeah. That was his greatest ever accomplishment, I think. Yep. Yeah.
5: And then um, and then basically for the Battle Royale, while well, I've done it, I've mentioned who um, gets uh, eliminated, because I can't, otherwise it would take too long to write all the notes. So I've written down who, who gets eliminated in what order as well.
0: Oh, okay, this
5: guy. this guy. Okay, so you have Hercules getting eliminated first. Mm-hmm. Then you had the Texas Tornado. Then you had Brian Nobbs. Then you had Marty Gennetti. Then you had the Barbarian. Then there was Tito Santana. Then Hawks. Then Sags then Michael, then Shawn Michaels actually lasted quite a long time in the match. And then you had Jim Duggan, then you had Earthquake, uh, then you had Roddy Piper, and then you had Ric Flair get eliminated by Roddy Piper because this was building up their feud and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Uh, Actually, no, sorry, Uh, Roddy Piper got eliminated later on by Ric Flair. Then you had Paul Romer, then you had Animal, then you had The Undertaker, then you had Big Boss Man, The Mountain was eliminated by Typhoon, then you had... Then you had the Bulldog wins. Obviously. Yes. And what would you give the uh, the Battle Royale? Probably a three for what it is. Battle Royale. Yeah. Because and... I, I kind of think... One of the main things... I, I don't really like about Battle royals, unlike uh, a Royal Rumble, is one is there's too many people in the ring at once. So it's kind of like who, you, who you're watching. And two, it kind of defeats the object of a Battle Royale because you have these wrestlers waiting for the next one to come out. And they're not resting each other already, where I feel like we at least have a Royal Rumble, they come out at certain time, so it kind of gives that uh, illusion still of kayfabe, where it's kind of like, but why isn't the Nasty Boys and the Rockers attacking the Nasty Boys because the Nasty Boys cheated to win, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it leaves a lot of open... uh, I mean, back in the day, people weren't really smart to the business, were they? So they probably weren't But yeah, okay. So would you recommend going back and watching this show or
5: would you say Uh, i would yes for sure i would for sure for it's just uh one because it's being in the uk and two just just for the commentary alone like the commentary alone is just great bobby heenan and grilla monsoon had such great chemistry but what i forgot to mention is the natural disasters attack the bulldog and then Andre the giant comes out to save bulldog and then Andre the giant and the bulldog um celebrate to Go, and then they show sh- go off the air
0: yeah. Yeah, i mean Andre the giant was like the biggest draw in the company at the time wasn't he so that's quite cool i like that yeah, okay. was at, was at the time
5: right before he sadly passed away and he had like some surgery recently and you can see him walking up but it's just cool to have him there you know yeah 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 that's it oh, okay cool i oh, will check it out yeah definitely man it's about two and a half hours for yeah. what it is it's, it's good fun the the crowd are great as they usually are being in the uk because they don't really get that much um davey boy Roddy piper and the big boss man are really popular it's cool to see the undertaker being given an entrance to do with the robert hall obviously being an old building um crowd is quite cool the only thing that was missing was having people like hogan and savage but for who you got to see is still pretty cool as well yeah yeah. I, i i would recommend the show like i would i wouldn't recommend the show for the in-ring action but if you want to watch a show of what it's like the commentary and what the in-ring action was for the time then i, I would recommend the show cool
0: okay Sweet. and
5: also getting to see the big gold belt as well on wftv before you yeah. use the tag team championship where they blurred it out
0: so what on the belt i don't suppose you'll be able to see it but does it say world championship wrestling or new national wrestling alliance
5: or anything uh can't really see it it just says uh wrestling world headweight champion like yeah okay i'll
0: check it out i'll check it out awesome awesome man yeah so that was that was it that was the world albert hall 91 One. 91 so that's you. And my brother was born so jesus christ i was born in 87 i so, was
5: 87 as well man i know it's mad isn't it, it makes you feel
0: so old it does it does big time but no yeah, uh, it was nick this time again wasn't it sent yeah me it nick. was yeah Thanks Cheers, Nick. nick. Um, sorry about the delay but say you know uh, mark's gone back to work and um i'm building a baby and building the house at the same time so uh, we was able to squeeze this in but we will definitely i'll be able to commit more time now most of the building work's done so
5: yeah i'll hope you better commit more time as well through being off from work and stuff just depends Really is the only most annoying thing.
0: But Richie, we have a, we have a big announcement to make, though, no boss. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, I'll let you carry this one because you've done the bulk of the show, and I've had an easy one. You know, this is a bit like uh, working with Bret Hart in a match. You know, it's neat. Yeah. so <laughs> I'll let Mark announce the exciting stuff because he's put all so, the hard work today.
5: Yeah, definitely, man. So basically, what me and Richie decided was is it's actually this is Richie's idea. We were going to look at old WCW pay-per-views, so we're gonna look at um, each one one by one rather than looking at a specific storyline or a specific like wrestler we're going to be looking at we were thinking about doing Starcade 91 but then I suggested Starcade 97 so we're meeting in the middle and we're going to be doing Starcade 94 all the way to the last ever episode of Nitro so we won't yeah. be looking at Nitro but we will to look at that one because it's technically a mini pay-per-view because it's the last show yeah. of WCW
0: yeah, it's kind of like I, I got the idea. Obviously, we were talking about like the Attitude Era and OSW earlier. Like you don't you don't copy what they're doing, but you kind of uh, you kind of inspired. And I love the Attitude Era's um, the, like the, the mythology they use. Like they they just literally review the pay per views in order. And I think this is what would be great because the thing is they they work it in the fact that. They're kind of talking to like it's like a it's like a party atmosphere. So you've got like the hosts, and then you've got like the the, the the others that are helping, like the sub crew. And the sub crew haven't really been watching wrestling or know anything about the Attitude Era. So for me and Mark, we both obviously we was brought up on WWF. I think me and Mark watching WCW pay per views chronologically, it's going to be quite exciting because I don't know all that much about WCW until about '98. And even then, if someone said to me, What happened to Halloween Havoc ninety four or whatever or whatever and I've, or like World War Three, I'd be thinking, I have no idea. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be fresh. Yeah, definitely, man. Um I don't know if we're gonna do it as like a like a weekly thing. We're trying to do it weekly, I suppose. And obviously, like I said, we do all the pay per views, we do any like bono stuff, like weird stuff like they might do, a bit like wf done like um full brawl or brawl for all or whatever and then they've done like war is owen and things like that we'll probably still do the mini milestones like we do like the the bret hart and Benoit match for owen and stuff like uh
5: that. when goldberg wins the wcw championship as well we could potentially do that as well
0: exactly that was the big uh nitro episode exactly so we're doing things like that so we're um we're gonna go from about 94 and we'll do it try, we will try our hardest to do it weekly you know if we have to say each episode we try and limit it down to like an hour and a half so it's not four hour episodes like sometimes we can do podcasts they last two and a half three hours so we're trying and structure it as well so it's it's manageable for a commute in the car you can have a listen so we're going to yep. really try and push this so definitely let the friends know your family know fans know non-wrestling fans know to spread the word because we're starting from the start and we want everyone to join us on this journey so and I
5: thought doing with K '94,
0: it's the year when Hogan joined, but
5: also it's their version version of WrestleMania. So it'd be cool to start from here. Yeah, it's pretty like starting it all out or all in. Yeah. yeah, and it's quite funny as well because you've got a lot of great wrestling, some great storytelling, but you've also got a load of bollocks, which is perfect for WCW. So it's that perfect blend of what makes the WCW so great. You know, mm. the the amazing ridiculous bollocks, the great wrestling, the great storytelling. What more can you ask for? Exactly. Exactly. Cool. So I
0: was going to say anything to plug, but I think we
5: kind of just plugged that. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah. But also don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to No Resting, as well as Richie on all the different social medias and podcasting networks as well. Absolutely. We're on many We're on many podcast networks. I'm trying to get us on Amazon. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Podbean. We're on SoundCloud. We're on many different podcasting networks. So hopefully... Yeah. get more people to listen to us and stuff
0: perfect yeah i mean i'm on the the twitter handle richard one um i use it for gaming and pro wrestling um my, my facebook i generally just use for general stuff so yeah yeah hit me up on the twitter and uh yeah follow the links on today wrestling it's definitely man definitely this has been their wrestling guys take care and always remember i, I wait, under collect jordan's tits and it was sponsored by Beauty and the Beast. It was a Royal Abbott Hall. Peace!